Welcome to the Broadband Bunch, a podcast about broadband and how it impacts all of us. Join us to learn about the state of the industry and the latest innovations and trends. Connect with the thought leaders, pioneers, and policymakers helping to shape your future through broadband. This episode of the Broadband Bunch is sponsored by ETI Software, your zero-touch automation experts. By Calix, simplify, excite, grow. By DXTEL, creators of the Harper Broadband Marketing Library. By ITK Solutions Group, process first, technology second. And by Utopia Fiber, building a more connected nation. Welcome to another episode of the Broadband Bunch. I'm your host today, Keely Cox, and joining me are Jason Mittler and Rachel Tennant of FPUA Net. FPUA Net is a municipal broadband project in Fort Pierce, Florida, and they're also the very recent recipients of a Broadband Communities Cornerstone Award for their outstanding accomplishments. So we are very excited to talk about some of those accomplishments today and just about the world of municipal broadband. Jason, Rachel, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Kaylee. Really appreciate the the opportunity and honor to to talk with you. Why don't we kick this off by having each of you just kind of introduce yourselves in a sentence or two and what your role is at FPUA Net. Rachel, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, My role is Sustainability Program Manager for FPUA. And with FPUA Net, what that means is reaching out into the community and trying to bring the message of FPUA Net to our different residents and businesses, uh, which includes not only the fiber to the home message, but also smart city technology and the ways that we're trying to bridge the digital divide. Wonderful. And Jason, what about you? Yeah, so uh, I'm, I've been at FPUA for about 19 years, actually, and so uh, I am currently the FPUA Net Manager. So I'm responsible for the uh, the deployment and management of the ISP and integrating all the technologies into our, our smart grid and, and, and uh, smart city services that we're going to be offering uh, to the city of Fort Pierce through FPUA Net. Well, seeing that you've been there for uh, a number of years, and I know FPUA Net is a newer project, could you tell us a little bit about how you guys got into broadband and how this all started? Sure. So, you know, just as many municipalities, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, we were leasing uh, DSL circuits to our substations to bring connectivity for our relays. And, uh, you know, as we started looking at it, we, we decided to build out fiber infrastructure between all of these assets in the field. And uh, when we did that, we uh, were obviously were able to save cost uh, from those DSL circuits, bring better latency. And, and, and uh, what we did was we, as many other municipalities, they built in a, a, an overage of uh, abundance of fiber strands within our cables so that we could utilize them. You know, I don't think at that moment in time were we really clear what we were going to do with it. But uh, a few years later, we started to to move into monetizing them. And so we, we started providing, you know, services to those anchor institutions, the public school system, city, county, sheriff, police, you know, the, these, these municipalities that are within the city of Fort Pierce that need uh, strong, reliable uh, connectivity. Uh, from that, you know, we we moved into some of the 
larger businesses and kind of sat out that way for, for a little while. And then you went from focusing on some of those um, you know, local organizations that needed broadband to the businesses, and now you're getting into residential internet. Uh, what did that process look like? How did you decide you know, where to build? Did you have existing providers? Just tell us a little bit more about the residential side of the project. Sure. Um, you know, it, it kind of goes back to, to a, you know, in the early 2000s when we actually did some evaluations uh, in 2003 and 2014, we, we looked at, at expansion. We just didn't jump on it. Um, and so it wasn't until 2018 that our current CEO and uh, director of utilities, uh, Javier Cesaneros, presented to our board the Smart City Initiative, uh, kind of modeled after the city of Chattanooga. And with that vision, uh, we we started talking and, and started making plans to, to move into the, the small business and residential market. Uh, currently in the city of Fort Pierce, you have about 5% of uh, fiber offering to the parcel. And, and so as, as we wanted to deploy, you know, smart grid solutions and smart city services, it only made sense. And, and so that's kind of how the Lincoln Park project was born. And so we could talk more about that, you know, if you'd like. Yeah, I do want to get to that. Um, before we do, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of providers were already in the area? What kind of speeds were available at least? Sure. So, you know, we, we have the the natural incumbents, a cable company and, uh, and a telephone company. Um, when we first made our decision, really the, the actual cable company itself uh, was the only one offering speeds um, up to a gig of download, but you know the upload speeds uh, and latency not not the, the where fiber would be, and and so we we wanted to to move into a fiber offering to every home and business. And did you get kind of feedback from the community on that? Did you do any sort of survey, or what did that process look like? Actually, we. We didn't, um, and, and because again, because we we were moving forward with with smart grid, and, and we wanted to be putting public Wi-Fi and some other smart city services. You know, we're deploying fiber, and so we decided that you know let's let's look at at bringing fiber to the home, and and the areas that we're we're bringing uh, smart city services to. I love that, and I do want to kind of focus in a bit more on that concept of smart city. Rachel, can you tell us a little bit what about what you mean by smart city and what that's looking like for Fort Pierce? Sure. Uh, that's something that's still under development, but um, there's a few items that you know are already either in existence or, or part of the plan. And then of course, there, uh, there are more to come. Uh, some of the more basic things we're looking at, uh, and for example, something that FPUA has already begun is the um, uh, advanced, uh, it's the AMI, the advanced metering infrastructure. Um, that's, for example, something that's kind of smart city-ish. Uh, and we're also looking at things like we're partnering with the St. Lucie County Tourism Development Council to take, um, to put their webcams, their live cams that are featuring some of the local environmental things like our shores and our islands and our jetty and putting those on fiber so that um, they are more reliable so that when folks, wherever they are, are going to these links, they can actually um, get good coverage of what it is they're trying to see. Uh, some of the other things include um, uh, free public Wi-Fi at uh, parks or certain 
um, certain neighborhoods, certain areas, um, or our, uh, we have sort of a, a bus stop. Um, that's another place that we're looking at. And then uh, some of the things for the future that could be are things like working with the police department for traffic cameras. Um, we're working with the city of Fort Pierce uh, staff to bring in kiosks, which will be um, placed throughout the downtown area and serve not only as a way to give uh, folks in the downtown area maps and information about downtown and what different things there are to see in our city, uh, but also provide a bit of a revenue stream for the fiber model too, because um, there'll be things like ads on there and we're hoping we'll be able to get some local ads in there as well. So that, that's just kind of a, a sampling of some of the things. I love seeing that you guys have a mix of, you know, applications that have a lot of utility for existing services uh, in your community, as well as some of the really just fun projects that are centered more around being a tourist destination. Can you tell us a little bit more about how being a tourist destination has kind of impacted your approach to this project? Oh, sure. Uh, so I'm not sure how much I would say it's impacted our approach for bringing fiber to the home to our area. Um, I think that's something that is a priority for us and bridging the digital divide. All of that is a priority for us, regardless of um, the tourist destination status. I think what it's done really is serve uh, as, uh, as a way to kind of augment what we're trying to do. Because now our audience is not only our community and the residents that live here who will benefit from fiber infrastructure, but it's also these um, extra individuals, people who are coming here just to visit our area and um, can maybe have a more pleasant or inviting experience, uh, not only when they're here with the kiosks and uh, free public Wi-Fi that's, you know, fiber speeds, but also when they're not here, if they go home and they just want to show someone, hey, look at the jetty, look at JC Park, these places are beautiful, you're never going to believe it, and they can go on to see these live stream uh, videos and they'll they'll actually be able to see them with, with reliable Wi-Fi. I, I think more than anything, um, it's helped us to build those partners um, with the Tourism Development Council, for example, and with the city for tourism purposes, but um, more as an augmentation. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people right now uh, just in the industry talking about business leisure or leisure travel. Uh, and you're one of those great destinations where people could come and work for an extended period of time and enjoy the beach and have the fiber they need to work. So it's really exciting to see you guys develop that. Um, I am curious, Jason, if you have had any pushback on this project. I personally am all for building fiber to the home, no matter who's willing to build it. Uh, but I have often heard, you know, pushback on munial networks and should they get into treating broadband as a utility. I'm curious, have you heard any of that pushback? At the moment, we have not. And I think that the, the primary reason is, is that, you know, we've kind of been that hidden gem inside of Fort Pierce where, uh, you know, a lot of the incumbents didn't really know about us because we've only offered dedicated internet to the anchor institutions and large businesses. Um, you know, as we move into small businesses and residential, we'll see. Um, I, I don't know uh, if if that's going to happen or not. Uh, but you know, we we feel like because we're not just building to the home uh, for just just broadband, we're we're building you know, smart city services and smart grid solutions at the same time. It just made sense. 
I think too, I could add to that, uh, Jason. I remember um, the first time we went to the, um, there was a, um, there's a sort of a resort building here in the downtown area. And we were meeting with them to see about bringing uh, fiber to their building uh, and all the different units there. And one of the first questions that they asked us was, um, why is FPUA in the business of bringing internet? Uh, and I don't think that was so much pushback as it was curiosity. And um, I think that's where our messaging has really become most important. This idea of, well, we're in the business of bringing internet now because uh, it's infrastructure that we've already installed for our purposes and for these anchor institutions, like Jason was mentioning. But also now uh, we're going to launch from that. And while we're here, bring smart city technology, which includes this fiber uh, to the different residences. I think from my perspective, just in the last few months here, um, that was the, the main thing that I've seen is, is a curiosity more than anything. And I think that there's a lot to be said for the way you guys have approached it, right? Where you focused on the anchor institutions, you focused on serving. I mean, this is what your fifth utility, Rachel, how many others, what other services does the city provide? Uh, yes. So FPUA, which is um, an enterprise fund of the city, uh, provides electric, gas, water, wastewater, and now we're building fiber. Yeah, so you've, you've kind of established this reputation as providing a variety of services. This started off as just improving those services. And then it was kind of like, it's so easy for us to take the next step and just provide, you know, a service to the residents. And I love that people have been open to that. Um, and you're not, you know, as driven by the need for profit as maybe a private company would be. And so you've been able to turn your attention to some more low income areas. So I do want to come back to that Lincoln Park project. Jason, could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So, you know, Lincoln Park is a beautiful area of Fort Pierce that have you know, a, a beautiful heritage and a lot of historic value to the city of Fort Pierce. Um, it kind of resides between uh, Avenue. It, it's a larger area, but the area that we've we've been focused on is between 7th Street, 25th Street, Avenue D and Orange Avenue. And uh, the opportunity came from our partners, uh, Allegheny Francis Ministries, uh, the city of Fort Pierce, San Jose County, to uh, help redevelop the business corridors along Orange Avenue and Avenue D. And so we, we began conversations of, of how best could we offer services. Um, during that project, obviously COVID happened, right? And, and in that, you know, it went from just business development to uh, bringing fiber to every parcel and offering free public Wi-Fi. Uh, in, in the parks and, and areas that people would congregate. Uh, during some of our market research, uh, we found that, uh, you know, it was the lowest broadband adoption rate in St. Lucie County. And so that just kind of hammered the, the nail in the coffin to say, you know what, FPUA needs to build this in this area because no one else is. And you mentioned it having low adoption rates. Uh, we talk a lot in our industry about access, but adoption is such a critical part of that as well, especially going into a low-income area. What do you guys plan to do to help drive actual adoption of the services? Sure. Uh, so, you know, with the affordability connectivity program, um, and I, the, new, the news just came out with President Biden actually uh, signing a deal with, I think, 20 providers today to, to offer rates uh, at or below the $30 stipend. Um, so that's been our plan since the beginning, since it, it came out to offer a, a $30 rate, 100 meg symmetrical service to residents inside the Lincoln Park area. 
so that they, you know, if, if they are low income or they meet all of the, any of the qualifications in the subsidy, that uh, they would essentially get, uh, you know, free internet during, uh, during the affordability connectivity program uh, availability. I think too, we're looking at building relationships as well. I mean, we're, we're spending a lot of time in the community uh, that we're planning to serve, that we're aiming to serve. And I think that's a big part of it too, especially now if we're looking at 20 companies uh, coming and, and offering essentially, you know, the same thing with free, essentially free um, internet, just like we were planning to do. Uh, these relationships are going to be, I think, very important for us. And I'm curious, Rachel, have has the word gotten out yet about this project? Have you gotten any kind of gauge on the community's reaction to it? We've done some. Uh, we haven't done a lot. There's a lot between the utility company uh, that the a lot of other development projects that the utility company is also pursuing at the same time. Uh, so there's a lot of buzz generally about FPUA and when we're ready. I think it will launch pretty, uh, pretty seamlessly uh, as far as communications about it. Uh, what we're trying to do right now is just kind of tie up some of the loose ends and, and get all of our messaging together and get all of these different pieces sorted out so that when we launch, we are consistent and clear with our message uh, throughout the community. And I think that pacing is in line with what I'm hearing about your project as a whole is just that you're not rushing any of this. Um, you know, you you have taken your time in, in a good way and in getting into fiber and doing things in the right order and at the right time. Um, and I imagine that just goes a long way towards building trust in the community, which is so incredibly important for any organization, but especially a municipal project like this. And so I just think that's really cool to, to see. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, well, I'm glad we've been able to get a good look at, you know, FPUANet and what's to come. So Jason, I'm going to come back to you and, and pose those, our famous two questions here at the close. Uh, first, back to the future, if you could hop in the DeLorean and travel back to um, the start of this project or even the start of your tenure at FPUA, uh, what would you maybe whisper in your ear and tell yourself to make this project, you know, even better? Yeah, as I as I mentioned, you know, in 2003 when we first got our, our network study, um, you know, and then again in 2014 when when fiber to the you know a pond service was a, was an option, uh, I, I would probably tell myself or management to take the jump. Let's let's uh, let's move on this um, because you know if you can go back and, and look backwards, the elevation. Uh, and the urgency of broadband has just, you know, catapulted. Um, and I think if we would have jumped at the time that we started those initial reports, um, our city would be fed by fiber already. Yeah, that's a great point. Better now than never, right? <laughs> and better now than later. Um, so yeah, great, great insight there. On the flip side of that coin, crystal ball, you know, question, if you could look into a crystal ball and see where FPUA net is going to be in, you know, five, 10, even 15 years from now, uh, what do you envision for Fort Pierce? Well, you know, as a as FPUA net being a smart city internet service provider, you know, we, we see a, a smart city that has deployed smart grid throughout it. That's got free public Wi-Fi in the parks and areas that people can access to help bridge the digital divide and bring digital equity. 
as well as bringing fiber to every home and business uh, within our territory. All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. I want to thank both of you for your time, uh, for sharing your experience. I know that we have listeners in the municipal broadband space, and hopefully they can walk away with some ideas on ways to improve their own projects. Uh, So just thank you for being a source of inspiration for us. And I hope you enjoyed your time here on the Broadband Bunch. Thank you so much. Thank you. Until next time, have a great day.